0: Morning. It's a beautiful sunny in the old pueblo. You're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community sponsored. Our rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Ronnie Spies He, with his wife Kristen, are the owners of Batch Whiskey and Donuts, the bar in downtown Tucson. We're going to find out how that combination came to be, and we're also on the verge of an opening of a brand new concept in their basement. It's called Snake and Barrel. We're going to get all the details in just a few minutes. Today is November thirteenth, two thousand and twenty-two. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A-Mountain to the University of Arizona, and all stops in between. You get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM. Streaming at downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android with our uh, very own Downtown Radio app. When you head over to your uh, Google Play or App Store, you want to get Downtown Radio Tucson. Make sure you get the right station in your pocket there. Uh, our show email address is contact at org. Uh, although, really, people don't use that too often. We find more connections on social media with Facebook and Instagram. Life Along the Street Car is our hashtag or our, our usernames over there. Um, the uh, the past episodes, information about our book, all those types of things are on our website, org, and uh, the podcast is out in lots of lots of places. Speaking of things that are out in lots and lots of places, how about the events in downtown? Wrapping up dusk this weekend, we're heading into uh, the cycling season. Remember, next weekend is uh, El Tour to Tucson, so the streets are going to be a little bit packed and uh, blocked off for the mornings, especially around the downtown area. And If you ever get frustrated with that, head over to our webpage there, lifelongstreetcar.org, and the search bar put in, uh, the uh, El Toro de Tucson, and look at some of our past interviews. Talked about the impact to Tucson because it's not just a bike ride. They raise money for a lot of charities in Tucson, and hopefully that will go and uh, and create a little bit of um, goodwill as they're out and about uh, cycling around our beautiful, beautiful city. And then also uh, next weekend, the Tucson Museum of Art. They have that big fair they do. Right around Thanksgiving every year, a couple days I think it's Saturday and Sunday of next week Head over to the Museum of Art And uh, you can uh, Find all kinds of local Makers there And we just had the reopening of Playground The bar uh, And restaurant Right there on the corner of 5th and Congress It's been closed since COVID They've uh, revamped it Got some food in there, beverages And they are back open now So things really starting to uh, Uh, to pop here in in downtown. And something else that's uh, on the verge is uh, our feature today. We've got Ronnie Spies. He's a co-owner with his wife, Kristen, of uh, Batch Whiskey Bar. They're a whiskey and donut bar in downtown Tucson. And um, they are launching a new concept in their basement. So we had to find out about this. So I sat down uh, uh, by phone with Ronnie just a few days ago and and got the scoop. Uh, Should be opening here soon. But uh, Ronnie's going to tell us all about how they got started and what we're going to see uh, in the near future.
1: All right. My name is Ronnie Spies, and my wife, Christian, and I are the owner-operators of Batch Downtown and the upcoming basement bar and bottle shop as well.
0: Batch Downtown. So Phil, us in. I'm very familiar with Batch, but there might be one or two people that, that aren't. So you've, you've been in downtown about six, seven years now?
1: Uh, January will be seven years. So hard to believe, time flies, Uh, but yeah, seven years, uh, so kind of feel like become a bit of a fixture down here. You know, I made it past the honeymoon period. Um, We are known as the Whiskey and Donut Bar or Whiskey and Donut Place, Um, and we are Arizona's largest collection of whiskey. Uh, We're at about 900, just over 900 different whiskey bottles.
0: Yeah, I saw there was, you actually made the cover of some whiskey magazine, didn't you? Like you were like the best in Arizona or was it the largest?
1: Well, we are, uh, there's a publication called the Bourbon Review and they do an annual list of America's best bourbon bars. And we are the only Arizona bar to make that list ever. We made it last year for the first time and just uh, made it again this year recently. So that was pretty neat to receive some national recognition yeah know, for what we're doing here
0: I absolutely at a little old tucson and you're uh you, you use the term 900 um um bottles of of, of whiskey but i mean that that number is kind of hard to to fathom like i think people have to come in and you have them all displayed like they're <laughs> your entire bar is a wall of whiskey
1: yeah we, we're in the historic building here at uh, 118 is Congress and it's got 20 foot high ceilings and we got was he almost to the roof <laughs> well the ceiling anyway a lot of places that boast a large collection um, you don't see them necessarily or you don't know where they all are and uh, unfortunately I've seen a lot of places you know have a menu that's large but you go to order something and they don't actually have it in stock yeah. Uh, but yeah ours are right in your face you can see them all on display uh, at all times.
0: And, and your, uh, your bartenders are very knowledgeable too. Like they, I've been in and they've kind of guided me into something that they thought I would enjoy based upon my, you know, cause I'm not a an aficionado by any means. I enjoy it, but they've kind of guided me. And sometimes that means they have to get on a ladder to go get what they told me was probably my best fit. So they're, uh, they're working hard in there too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're great. They've been uh, with us. The two main guys we have are coming up on four and five years. Uh, each so they you know they were with us pre-pandemic you know hung with us through that as soon as we had some hours they came back and then as soon as we opened in October of 20 they came right back to work or you know we're a small mom and pop so we're a little family here and those guys uh, neither was a huge uh, you know whiskey nut before they were both skilled bartenders with a lot of experience but, you know, we've kind of really gotten them into whiskey big time. So they're, uh, they know their product. And uh, a friend of mine custom engineered that ladder you mentioned uh, because our space is so narrow. A conventional library type ladder just wouldn't work. So my, my buddy who's a, a hobbyist built it in his garage. But it's this, you know, kind of, I don't know, 12, 14 foot ladder that on a track that slides up out of the way made of steel pretty neat
0: yeah, and, and, and very useful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the bar is so well lit. It's just a really kind of an iconic, uh, iconic photo. When you walk in there, the backlighting, the, the bottles, yeah. the, the the historic building, everything in there is really uh, kind of, kind of special. Well, like you said it's a mom and pop place. Let's talk about mom and pop. You and Christian, you started this. You, did you just wake up one day and say, I want a whiskey? And she's like, I want a donut. And you're like, yeah, it's open up a place. There's no place that serves both. Is that how <laughs> this happens?
1: Almost, but not with her. Actually, uh, we had a, a former partner that sort of had the donut side of it. And um, I was the whiskey side. Um, and so between us, it did happen kind of that way where it just organically was like, Hey, let's, what if we did these two things together in late 2015, the owner of what was unplugged at the time, a wine bar in our space here had approached us about selling his business I think it was more of a, hey, do you know anyone kind of thing? And for us, it was like, well, yeah, how about us? (laughs) And uh, so just sort of this luck timing thing that came together organically and this opportunity to get in this really cool space that was largely already ready to go. And we literally pulled down the wine bottles, put up some whiskey bottles and opened hours after he closed down. So he did a New Year's Eve party as unplugged Twelve thirty one fifteen, and we opened uh, the morning of one one sixteen. <laughs>
0: wow, I didn't know that's fantastic. Well, that's probably going to be the fastest turnaround.
1: Yeah, it, honestly, it was insane. Uh, I can't believe it worked. And you know, we had a line down the block. We started off gangbusters, and uh, you know, it was a little crazy. It was fun for a minute, and then it the, kind of was like, we got to figure out what we're doing here and our identity, <laughs> and you know, and people. You know, the novelty, the initial novelty wore off after, you know, six months. We still did well, but it was kind of like, okay, we need to dial this in. And then over the couple of years, you know, I felt like we really got better. 2018, we really, uh, I think, had it figured out for the most part. Uh, although we're still improving, I feel like, all the time and trying to get better and do new things. And, but yeah, it was not not a super calculated, Hey, you know, there was an article that came out back when we opened that there's this trend to pair wacky things together. And the article cited things from around the country that were just pairing, whether it's a drink and a food item or, you know, just kind of novel pairings. And ours was never meant to be like, Oh, let's do this crazy trendy, you know, pairing of two polar opposite items for us. It really made sense. You know, the, what's more classic than whiskey and sugar, whiskey and chocolate and, you know, dessert sure. and whiskey. So yeah, it, and these things are all made, they're made from grains and you know, it's a lot of connection. And so it sounds kind of wild when you just say whiskey and donuts, but you know, when you think about it, when you try them together, uh, it, it seems to work for most people. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, if anybody has had an old fashioned, you got whiskey and sweets, uh, you know, co- combined there. Where'd
1: yeah. You... I mean, if you do, do a tour at a bourbon distillery, you get chocolate at the end.
0: Your experience, um, was it, I mean, you clearly were, uh, enjoyed whiskey, but I mean, you're the, you're the whiskey guy. You've got 900 bottles of bourbon, or of, of whiskey in your establishment. How, how did it, how did it become your thing?
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely didn't like whiskey, you know, in college or when I was younger. Um, uh, and this is a, pretty common trajectory I feel like for people you know you, you don't start with the finer spirits that cost a lot of money <laughs> but I was always into nightlife I remember uh, I went to the U of A and I remember a class a freshman class and you know they were doing the silly thing where you go around and introduce yourself and essentially you say what do you want to be when you grow up I just remember saying I wanted to own a nightclub and just really always liked the, the nightlife so And I was into music and, you know, the nightclub thing just uh, always interested me. As I grew up, uh, my taste changed and matured. And I want to say it was late, you know, 2000 aughts, about 08, uh, our first trip to New York. And I visited this basement bourbon bar that I always kind of go back to uh, in interviews. It's now out of business, but it was in the uh, East Village in Manhattan, and it was a place, uh, kind of a divey place in the basement, but they had, uh, you know, close to a hundred bourbons in this dive bar. And, uh, I thought, oh, this is wild. And the bartender, you know, I said, Hey, I'm, you know, have had a few of the big names, but you know, give me something, what should I have? And, uh, He gave me Eagle Rare. It's uh, the only one I remember from that night. I probably had eight or nine, honestly. (laughs) Uh, So my memory of uh, Beyond the Beginning is a bit fuzzy, but, you know, I was sipping bourbon for the first time, really. I really remember that moment as kind of a turning point that really got me into the whiskey path, you know. And so over the last 15 years, it's really become a, a pretty big interest of mine.
0: Well, we're going to find out how that uh, trip to New York uh, influenced him in other ways because uh, he talked about a basement bar. We're going to get all the details of their basement bar coming up right after the break. But first, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM, available for streaming on downtownradio.org.
2: This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to LifeAlongTheStreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. NOVA, NMLS number 3087. seven B K number 0902429. Equal Housing Opportunity.
0: We're going to finish up that interview we have with Ronnie Speece. He and his wife, Kristen, own the uh, the bar downtown batch that serves whiskey and donuts. We uh, also know that they're about to open up a new concept in their basement. And we're going to get into the details of that right now. The place also had a big influence on you because we're about to talk about your next project, where it sounds like you might have gotten some inspiration there.
1: Perfect segue. You know, uh, being from Tucson, basements are very exotic to me. You know, you never had one in your house and very few buildings in Tucson have them. But there's actually quite a few downtown and especially here on Congress. And we've got this basement that's been here under, you know, under us for over 100 years. And it's been a storage uh, facility basically for that whole time. So we thought, let's activate this thing. We've been talking about it. Uh, it was kind of a joke back in 2016 when we first opened. Uh, but, you know, that seemed so unrealistic at that time to even consider it.
0: If you haven't been to Batch. I like it on your website. It's described perfectly. It's a cozy shotgun space. You got a really nice outdoor patio. But when you go in, it's it's a long and narrow um, tables bar, you know, really long bar. And of course, you have the space for the 900 uh, bottles of, of, of whiskey. But it is a little bit of a tight spot.
1: More whiskey than we have square footage. <laughs> That's <laughs> Literally.
0: But now, you know, I, I got a chance to see the basement. You know, it certainly wasn't finished at the time, but that is a huge space right below you. I mean, it's, it's significantly more square footage than what you have upstairs for operations.
1: Absolutely. It's about a 90-foot uh, deep uh, space. The, the total under roof, if you will, is 3,500 square feet down there. Um, so it's quite large compared to our under 700 square feet at, at batch currently.
0: Now, is it going to be batch or is it going to be a different, um, entity?
1: Uh, same entity, but it will have its own identity and name. Um, we're calling it snake and the barrel. If you look at our, our logo, you know, you see the batch lettering and under that is a little snake wrapped around a whiskey barrel. That was not our initial logo in 2016, um, Again, we opened so fast that we just sort of had a text logo. Uh, but once we had time to think about it, um, I think it was early 2017, we had a designer redo our logo. And, and the concept behind it was, was pick your poison. So the, that's the snake and the, you know, the whiskey okay. thing. Um, so it's a rattlesnake wrapped around a whiskey barrel. So we always loved the concept, but we never really played it up. Um, you know, we, But we used that snake and barrel uh, logo we, we took that out of the logo and put it on merchandise, uh, whiskey glasses, and hats and shirts. So it's always been a, this little icon we've used. To, that's part of Batch. So it kind of was fitting to to use that as this. Uh, you know, I call it an offshoot of Batch. Uh, so this bar is is not a whiskey bar. It's a full bar, a cocktail bar in a basement. It, it's part of our what we do, but it's not Batch. It's different. So we're really using that pick your poison thing down there with, hey, we have this huge array of spirits. Hey, pick your poison. Is it wine? Is it cocktails? Of course, we'll have decent whiskey down there, but not the focus like it is upstairs.
0: Will you enter through Batch, or is there its own entrance?
1: Yeah, so there is a separate entrance. Um, I've been referring to it as Hidden in Plain Sight, uh, anybody that's walked down Congress has walked right by the door and not noticed it. It's right off the sidewalk, uh, uh, you know, uh, next to Batch. So if you were coming west on Congress from 6th Avenue, you would see the door. But if you looked at the stand in front of Batch, looking at it, you don't even see the door. It's kind of hidden, but it's it's there.
0: Uh, it's, you know, even once you see it, 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 it's, it's interesting. It's got that speakeasy kind of feel, you know, like this hidden entrance and and you go down into a basement. That's really interesting, you know, cause you have that architecture from a, you a know, hundred years that's built up in that basement. It's really a neat space. And I haven't seen it finished, but I've, I've heard it's absolutely uh, beautiful. Are you, are you open us in November? What's your, what's your target?
1: So our target, which will probably be, uh, fully committed to, uh, soon is to soft open shortly after this airs. Uh, so that week of the mid to late 17th, 18th, 19th of November, um, some friends and family type stuff and, and then targeting grand opening for Thanksgiving week.
0: Oh, fantastic. Uh, where where do people get information? Is it on your website, batchtucson.com or will it have its own website?
1: So there'll be a page. So there is snake and barrel. So a and D for that snakeandbarrel.com. and And that points to a page on the batch Tucson website. So it's batch Tucson.com slash basement. So that URL for there. And then we do have a, you know, an at snake and barrel Instagram page as well.
0: Okay. And, and you know, we're kind of running low on time, and I feel bad because Christian spent so much time making these fabulous donuts for uh, for Batch. Yep, so she's
1: doing it right now. <laughs> we,
0: we 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 are shortchanging the donuts for the whiskey and the and the Snake and Barrel, but we will definitely link to everything on Batch. And if you if you haven't had an opportunity to at least check out the atmosphere, even if you're not a whiskey or donut person, I think just experiencing what you experienced when you walked into that building, that historic building, and the way you've built it out. I think that in and of itself is is worth the trip just to just to soak in that ambiance that you've created down there. I think you've done a fabulous job with it.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. We do get, you know, tourists that walk by, they're walking down Congress, they peek in, they take a picture and they keep going. <laughs> uh, but I appreciate that people like, you know, what we've built in there and that it is, you know, especially these days, very Instagrammable, you know.
0: That, that That is for sure. Well, the mom and pop, it's uh, it's Christian and Ronnie. It's batch. It's been open since 2016. The uh, snake and barrel will be coming very soon here in November in the basement. Um, appreciate you holding up that end of the block. There's a lot of construction happening there. So there's a lot of uh, exciting things coming both sides of you. But right now, you're you're holding down the fort on Congress between 6th and Scott. So thanks for doing that.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks to you guys out there and all the support we're downtown residents and longtime business owners now down here. And, uh, you know, it, it's awesome to be a part of it.
0: Well, we're very appreciative of people uh, like Ronnie and Kristen making downtown a very special place to be. Talked about all the events at the top of the show that are, that are just happening and popping. Um, but you know, there was, there were times, um, when there wasn't as much going on and uh batch has really kind of kept that area, Alive and in people's minds. I think you're going to see a lot of development happening there in the next few months because many of those shops are due to open. But we appreciate Ronnie and Kristen keeping that flame going down there. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar in Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org.
2: This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. NOVA, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity.
0: brother mock available uh details on his show available on downtownradio.org as well as all of our other djs and uh, show hosts coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour here on sunday we have ted Przelski, words and work as he talks to writers and movement uh, and, and members of uh, the labor movement here in tucson and then at the top of the hour we have uh, heavy mental with ty logan always um Really good, honest, candid information from uh, from Ty. Look forward to his show each week. He's a very positive individual. Been through a lot and uh, does a lot to heal our community. That's at noon. Heavy Mental, Ty Logan. Back into the music. And Monday through Saturday, we're pretty much a rock mix radio station. So you can find all kinds of stuff that you might not normally find uh, on your own. It's... What I have found after being on the station for, for five years, I've, I've listened to a lot of music that I don't know, I, uh, well, I do know, I know that I would never would have found it if it wasn't for these knowledgeable DJs tuning us in to what they, they love. So in our show, we talk about finding all those hidden gems in the urban core. Well, our DJs find hidden gems throughout the musical universe. All those details are on downtownradio.org. And as a reminder, we are a volunteer-run station. So if you're on that site and you find things of value, maybe um, exchange some of that value for some dollars here and there and click that Donate button. We certainly rely on all of our listeners and uh, our underwriters for support because we don't have a, a, a commercial aspect to our station. So we we do what we do because we enjoy it. the um, The funds come in from those that want to support us. And the volunteers from top to bottom, there's not a a paid person. So the money that you're donating goes to the operation and upkeep of the station and occasionally an improvement of a microphone here or there. So downtownradio.org, all kinds of cool stuff on there, merch and others. I want to thank again uh, Ronnie Spies from Batch Whiskey Bar in the uh, downtown area. Very much excited about his soon-to-be Snake and Barrel Basement Bar that's coming out here soon. Um, It's uh, probably going to be coming out this week, so be be on the lookout for the details uh, of that. And of course, as soon as we know for sure, we'll post that information on our Facebook page. Then we got some shows coming up here as we get into a little bit more into the uh, um, Thanksgiving spirits. There's a new retail shop opening downtown. That is uh, exciting news if you live in the area because we don't have a lot of retailers. Some, but. This, uh, this is going to bring a lot more opportunities uh, to where, where the old proper restaurant used to be right there on the corner of Congress and Fifth, across from Hotel Congress and, and you know, the playground there. Uh, Crystal Popoff is leading that effort. She has um, had some success with co-working spaces and kind of taken that concept and moved it into the retail world uh, for what she is calling the proper shops in honor of that restaurant, very cool name. So we're going to have her talk about uh, her vision and what we can expect, because that is going to be opening very soon as well, and then some other uh, activities, you know, the Thanksgiving holidays, all kinds of food out there, delicious food, well, there's some exercise, and there's a program out there called Beyond. Uh, we're going to get a chance to talk with some of the members of that and how they're getting people active and uh, staying fit, even through these gluttonous times that we have upon us. And if there's a, a show that you want us to do, a topic, a guest, something that we need to uncover, you know, hit us up with our email contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You know better, better yet, uh, go over to social media, Instagram, and um, Facebook, tag us in something that you like, let us know and we'll go out there and, uh, and do those interviews. We really appreciate all of the, the suggestions that, that you provide to us. Well, the uh, new basement bar is going to be called uh, Snake and Barrel. It's got that logo from Batch, and the idea was pick your poison, whiskey or uh, venom. So we're going to leave you with a little music today. This is a single put out earlier this year in August from a group called Emory Heights. It's called Pick Your Poison. My name is Tom Heath. I hope you have a great week, and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.